Alright guys, this is Iggy Supply Chain and Stuff, week four, episode four. Today, we, I want to get started with the trucking industry, the short, truck driving shortage, and is it fake news? Now, looking at this article by Stephen Banker in Forbes magazine, he seems to think that trucking is fake news. First of all, before I start this podcast, I want to introduce our new producer, producer Mike. He's over there in the corner. We just do not have the budget for, to get him a microphone right now. So he is just going to wave to us today. All right. Let's get started. Since 2005, the American Trucking Association has been releasing reports on the driving shortage. The ATA, which is the American Trucking Association, is the largest national trade association for U.S. truck carriers. Most recently, the ATA estimated that the trucking industry ended 2018 with a shortage of more than 60,000 truck drivers. If you do a Google search, you will continue to see news stories reported on the driving shortage. This is despite a report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics in May saying this is not the case. Their report is the U.S. labor market for truck drivers is broken, concludes as a whole, the market for truck drivers appears to work as well as any other blue-collar label market. There is no reason to think that, given sufficient time, driver supply should fail to respond to price signals in a standard way. <clears throat> Steve went through this whole report and pulled out some of the key points made while omitting some of the historic economic analysis. An important source of employment. There are approximately 1.75 million heavy and tractor trailer truck drivers in the U.S. in 2017, along with 877,670 light truck or delivery service like UPS, FedEx, USPS, DHL, So he goes on to say the occupation is characterized by modest levels of education, which are low returns to additional education, guys. So to be a truck driver, you do not need anything more than a high school diploma. Legislation does not protect drivers. Drivers who are engaged in any aspect of interstate transportation transportation are not subject to the Fair Labor, Labor Standards Act overtime provisions which govern the majority of other private and public sector occupations. The hours of these workers are governed by the federal hours of service regulations, which limit drivers to approximately 60 hours of work over a seven day period. And do not require a time and a half pay premium for weekly hours over 40. Most tractor trailer drivers work far in excess of 40 hours per week. The market for truck drivers has been tight. Demand, the demand for drivers has remained strong while de the demand for workers with low levels of education has declined substantially in other sectors. The earnings of heavy truck drivers exceeded those of other blue collar workers throughout the period. Earnings are increasing in no nominal terms and strong relative to those in other occupations with similar educational requirements. 
This picture is consistent with the labor market in which overall supply is responding to growing overall demand. I just want to take two seconds to thank our sponsor this week, Bones from Bones Bargains. That's Bones, B-O-N-E-Z, capital B-A-R-G-A-I-N-Z, at Bones Bargains. Go to www.bones at bonesbargains.com. <clears throat> These characteristics result in labor market conditions. I'm sorry, let's go to the LTL. The long-distance tr- truckload, LTL, for short, segment does have high levels of competition. Carriers in the segment have high levels of competition, similar average costs, and a very limited ability dif- to differentiate prices in the market. Many individuals enter an occupation in this specific part of the trucking industry find the working conditions and earnings to be unattractive. So that's basically just saying no one wants to work over the road. Long hauls, uh, three days on the road, 12-hour days, and you have to sleep. Because the government is logging your hours. So a lot of these people are losing money. These character, characteristics result in labor market conditions in which carriers are forced to accept high turnover. The Bureau cites an annual ATA survey of carriers which shows that between 95 and 2017, the annual turnover rate at large TL carriers averaged 94%, and that at small TL carriers averaged 79%. In contrast, the rate at firms in a different segment, LTL, averaged only 12%. This segment of trucking also does not respond well to demand spikes because much TL freight moves under contract and thus freight rates do not adjust upward quickly. However, economists would not regard high turnover rates in the segment as a long-term shortage, nor would they call these conditions a broken market. Since the high turnover that marks such a segment is an indicator that jobs in it are unattractive to many potential employees. In short, the Bureau accepts that there is a high turnover in the long-haul segment, but is not willing to label this as a driver shortage. ATA looks at this turnover and has concluded there is a driver shortage that goes across the entire trucking industry. The ATA has used this shortage as an argument to relax regulations such as the ELD mandate, which is the electronic logging device for all drivers. And they are, and the ATA are, is arguing that this makes the driver shortage even worse. An economist might argue, but the bureau did not, that the answer is not less regulation, but more, making truck trucking subject to the Fair Labor Labor Standards Act overtime provisions, pay time and a half for weekly hours over forty, and the job becomes more financially rewarding. This, in turn, would attract more people into the pr- profession. <clears throat> Freight Waves had some interesting commentary on this. The term driver shortage gets thrown around, thrown out by the powers in the industry to explain nearly every major problem or issue that our industry faces. Spot rate volatility.
which is determined by supply and demand, market share, and when your load is being shipped towards the day of the week. Steve goes on to explain that. The driver shortage has become the go-to explanation to explain every problem within the ATA. His conclusion is that the trucking industry as a whole has been too willing to accept the research of a self-interested body as credible. We should have known better. The opiate the opioid epidemic is a result of the medical industry and the public accepting self-serving research funded by drug firms who produce dangerous drugs. Fortunately, the impact of shoddy research and logistics are nearly not as high. Which I agree because no one pays due attention to logistics anyway within this world except for Iggy at Iggy's supply chain and stuff. So that will wrap it up for this week. Next week I will be at work, so we're going to take a week off. Now, we'll have a special guest next week. I'm going to bring in K-Man and Kai-Man from Caius Distribution and let them explain what they are distributing throughout Waterford and how they run their logistics company. So until next week, remember to go to www.bones, B-O-N-E-Z, capital B-A-R-G-A-I-N-Z, bonesbargains.com. Have a good night, and we'll see you in two weeks.